Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them, with your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible movies and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And today, as our guest, we have my friend, uh, filmmaker Larry Zoller, Lawrence Zoller. What do you? What we Technically, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. you, but you, you can say Larry. I don't know his name. I don't know what he wants <laughs> well, me to call him. <laughs> we've known each other since high school, and oh, okay. it was always Larry. But yeah, uh, since leaving high school, I've decided Lawrence is better than Larry. Right. So, so what do I? And do? I have refused to. Call yeah, him. <laughs> which is. I'm not going to fight it. Do I play by the rules, or I mean, you, do I have to call you Lawrence? You, you can Han Solo. I think you're. Play by your own I rules. think you're grandfathered in. So whatever you want to call me okay. is fine. Whatever's easier. Call you Lars. Lars. <laughs> yeah, Lars is good. That works. Mm. Law Larsy. Larry, what movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I, are you here to defend? Well, I feel like I already have an uphill battle. Oh yeah. Uh, to get started, but I'm ready for the challenge because this has been, uh, you know, at least. 20 years of it is like the 20 years that this movie has been out now, right? It was 97, almost 21. Oh, yeah, almost 21. Yeah, that I've been building up to uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. Mm. Mm. You gotta say the full name, you, yeah, you have to. You, you have, have to. to. It's, it's the whole reason the film exists. And, and, and let's start right there right? <laughs> that for a sequel to Speed, you gotta admit, Cruise Control is a pretty good name. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it takes place on a on a cruise Concept- ship is a bonus. Conceptually, yeah. Uh, like, come on, it's like I'm going to give this film one thing right from the beginning: is that um, <laughs> Die Hard on a cruise ship doesn't sound like a bad idea. Um, that's yeah. not what this movie is, but Die Hard on a cruise ship does seem like it could be a, a good a good idea. Um, yeah, but and- they chose the slowest thing to be right a a thing that's so huge it's hard to perceive movement (laughs) for a sequel to speed (laughs) well well well, it reverses it which is clever right so speed is like if the bus stops everybody dies this is like if the cruise ship doesn't stop everybody's gonna die because this cruise ship is coming for an island it's coming for an oil tanker so like it's a nice reverse right i guess is that a okay I, I think that's the same problem, right? It's it's a runaway vehicle that. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but, that's true. Right? What else are you going to do for a sequel? You got to. They had a lot. Actually, I was reading about it because uh, for some reason the uh, Wikipedia entry on Speed Two is very comprehensive. It's long, yeah. It's, the production history. Yeah, is somebody detailed. went all in. Some Speed Two historian <laughs> went whole hog. Mm. On creating this historical record. Well, it was based off a dream, right? Based off a nightmare that Jan de Bont had. Yeah, right away, we're we're starting off really bad there. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you could do a plane. You could. I that guess was one of the a, ideas was a plane. Yeah, you could do. I mean, I still think that Gravity is the unofficial third speed film. So you could do like a space shuttle. Oh, sure. interesting fan theory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so that's the same character as it far is. as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, look, we can get into what they should have done for a speed sequel because <laughs> I agree you could have done uh, mm-hmm. something better. But this is what we got. But this yeah, is what I, we got. I mean, this is akin to Die Hard 2. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like. And, and Die Hard had the benefit of then having a good third one and then having some later ones that are even worse. So Die Hard 2 looks better in retrospect. But I think this is, this is just as... Uh, 
no worse than Die Hard 2. So this needed, Die what harder. you're saying is this needed worse films to make it look better by comparison. Yeah, if we had... We, <laughs> needed, we needed Rennie Harlan to direct Speed yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd take Jan de Bon over Rennie Harlan uh, most <laughs> days, right? Wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So... <sighs> Where to start? Why do you like this film? Well, okay, so context, right? Let's let's start with context, where we're coming from. The first Speed is an amazing movie. It's a good action movie. Top right? five, like, Wonderful. 90s blockbuster. Again, right up there for me with Die Hard in terms of, like, executes what it's going to do. Perfect script, no fat. It is a well-executed film. Yeah. yeah, Keanu is a breakout, like, one of his best performances. Well, you know, like he's just a rock solid auction star. Jeff Daniels, like again, great cast. <laughs> sure, Jeff Daniels. Let's get yeah, him in there. Yeah, let's, let's throw De- Jeff Daniels. in I always there. forget Jeff Daniels is in Speed. It's, it's one of it's one of like five times he plays a character named Harry. Yeah, he it, just it's the looks same year like as Dumb and Dumber too. It is the it's the same year as Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, so it was a big year for Jeff Daniels. It was. It was. So we were we were all excited for Speed too. Let's not forget we were ready for this uh, to come out, and mm. I. I went to the theater. I saw it opening day that Friday. I remember 14 years old, right? Mom had to drop me off. Mom picks me up. She says, what do you think? I declared this might be the greatest sequel ever made. (laughs) Now I've since backed down from that claim. (laughs) Sure, sure. I have since stepped away from that ledge. (laughs) But, you know, like upon rewatching this movie last night, one, I was like, you know, I really don't need to rewatch this movie. It's one of those movies I watched so many times. It's just burned in there. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. even, even... Uh, things that have like since influenced my life. Like even at one point, my wife was like, "Is that where you got this from?" Wait, Speed Two <laughs> has influenced like your day to day life. Well, there's little things that I've picked. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna need like a for instance. Give okay, me the, the an big example. when you proposed to your wife, did you take the ring out of a little weird pouch? Well, she, I think that's a, a Cartier travel pouch, she oh, told okay. me. Uh, so she knew she was like uh, accuracy. Right. But, okay. Attention so the, to detail. So the thing I Important. took away big, yeah. Um, you remember the scene where after they get into one of their many fights, Alex and Annie. Right. The are two main <laughs> characters who cannot stand each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Constantly fighting. Yeah. Um, he, She's like, oh, let's dress up for the night. He goes out and buys a tux but doesn't have enough... Uh, his sh- the shoes don't fit, so he's wearing a tux with Converse. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally have been rocking that style since high school. And, and you, you got t- it from Speed. And two. I got it from yeah, Speed Two. I was like, this is a good style. And, and you know, like I said, my wife was like, hey, at least you didn't, at least you didn't steal from something popular. At least you, <laughs> if you're gonna take it, you stole it from Speed Two. Well, <laughs> there's something kind of disturbing about this concept to me about someone who's live early on. They saw Speed Two. And they let it influence their decisions this much. <laughs> um, I don't think Speed 2 was ever meant to be such a thing um, for anybody. A good idea is a good idea. So wherever it comes <laughs> wherever from. Wherever you see it in. Yeah, that, that um, was already a style. But yeah, it might have already been. Yeah, but was, that, that's my first experience. Sure, sure, okay. sure. That's um, that's acceptable. I mean, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I didn't learn it from Speed 2, but... <laughs> I have worn sneakers with my tuxedo. It's a good style. Almost exclusively. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it works. So to get back uh, on track, what do we like about this movie? All right. So same like Speed. Good cast. Sandra Bullock is back. Now, Jason Patrick, you're going to say interesting choice to replace Keanu. Matthew McConaughey was also up for the part you saw. Yeah. Um, Christian Slater. But it was Jason Patrick. Which Which is like 
you're taking a real actor. You know, they didn't go for mm. blockbuster. They got like a here's, like a true yeah. actor. Here's the Jason thing. This Patrick. is one of my only notes in this movie is every time they cut to him. I forgot who he was. Every time they would cut to his character, my brain for a second would be like, who is that? Oh, right. That's the main character. And it would take me a second every single time to recognize him. That's I mean, L- LAPD SWAT member Alex Shaw. Yeah. That's who that is. Jason Patrick. No, Jason. He's, the most forgettable he's so, man. He's, this is not a, nothing is Jason Patrick, the actor, but he is so bland in this movie. So what I what I how I read it is not bland, but as he's an action star who just puts his head down and gets the job done, like he's that kind of worker. Like I'm not going to showboat it. I'm just gonna I'm just he's, gonna go for he it. He strikes sure. me as a maniac because well, like you you see the, re- the the rewrites for the departure of Keanu really play in in the in the first couple of minutes. Obviously because Sandra Bullock has this long sweaty explanation about how she's not. With Keanu and he's not around anymore. With Tim Conway. With Tim Conway. Tim yeah. Conway. Talk about great cast. This is a great Tim Conway well, role. She just goes on a fucking well, vehicular like homicide. Right. Well, she is rampage. She is cartoonishly dumb to the point of being mentally disabled. Yeah. No. In this, she in this opening scene. Clearly, at the end of Speed, that train like, accident, she hit her head. Yeah. Really hard. She, she drives for five minutes with the cops following her. Yeah. <laughs> without pulling without over. Pulling or over. Moving. Yeah. She, just being like, oh, what's uh, what's these I guys can't doing pull over, here? so I'm just gonna keep. I'm driving. just gonna keep going. Like she's like turns in front of like she's like. <sighs> But again, it's a good callback from the first speed, right? Because we know no, that's it's why not. she's taking the bus. She doesn't. She lost her license. We know she she's lost her driver. license, but it seems like it seems a huge disservice to the character to lean so hard into oh, she's a bad driver to make it like she's she's like mentally retarded. She's like a she maniac. like can't like she. It's like she's like serious. She's like we mentioned Dumb and Dumber earlier. It's like a scene from Dumb and Dumber. It's like that level of being I, completely unaware and completely just dumb about what's happening around you. And it's like, this is how we start the film with this character. Anyway, they get to this, the scene where she catches Jason Patrick on his daredevil job. And he, and, and she's like, Oh, I, I don't even know you. you lied to me about being a daredevil. He's like, no, it's cool. Cause I got these, cruise tickets for us and we're going to go on this cruise together and she's like no she's mad at him for it she's like you can't just do that that's cheap to just like spring a cruise on me also you have to like take time off from work right it's really inconvenient like she like, points we're going on a cruise she points like, that no, out she's not. like we both work six days a week and he's yeah. like no it's all right i've already bought the tickets and that's like that's not the problem <laughs> yeah. she was raising and then it yeah it's like they're leaving tomorrow yeah basically yeah you, yeah, yeah that's not yeah. the issue <laughs> yeah. but how they afford it is an issue because um, they have an incredible stateroom, and he's a cop, and we don't know what she does. No, we astronaut. Don't. Yeah, she's, um, a no, astronaut she's an astronaut. In training. That's right. She's an astronaut. Um, so the next theory. scene, and for the rest of the time on the boat, their roles are completely reversed. It's like Sandra Bullock is totally into being on the boat and is totally excited to be there. He hates it, and is he does. He, well, I don't he's, think he hates. I think he's well, nervous he's because he's trying un- to propose, and the, he's super nervous. You can read it that way, but he's like super uncomfortable. He's like immediately. Suspicious of Willem Dafoe for no reason. Oh yeah, he immediately he's suspicious. Not looking at the Gulf Channel, <laughs> immediately because suspicious. because she was talking to him. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the first thing. Yeah. He, she he no, says no, to him. Yeah. He, he, you and your boyfriend. Yeah, it's he like he hates everything. He only truly comes out of his shell when he finds a fourteen-year-old deaf girl he wants to fuck. <laughs> yeah, 
and then he's immediately uh, but into it's like, that. It's like so much of it's of the. It's like he's uncomfortable getting in the room. He's like he gets seasick the first night, which is weird. Right out of nowhere. Yeah, out of, and it never comes back. No. Um. It's and well, except he, that she's mad at him the next while day. While he's seasick, Sandra Bullock is watching Lolita. Right, which is supposed to be romantic, right? Because it's this moment where she realizes, oh, I like taking care of you, but it's like. Lolita is not a good movie. No, for that. I felt no. like they were setting up a totally different were, film with and they were, the deaf girl and, they were up and, and the, the Lolita. Girl. Like it was going like, to go com- into become like a weird drama where. Yeah. Um, also, why yeah. the fuck would Lolita be playing on a cruise ship? Good point. It, like, yeah. but uh, anyway, so it why seems it like be? that's true. Like, why wouldn't it be? Um, great movie. <laughs> it seems like yeah. that was originally. They just covered it up hastily with the rewrites, but it seems like it was originally written as the Keanu Reeves character was the one getting dragged onto the cruise ship and didn't really want to be there. Yeah, and he can't like shut off. She's in, yeah, because he can't turn off. Yeah. And, and she's the one that right. was like, we should go on this cruise to get away to let you like detach and be a person. It just seemed like real, like the what they, the scene immediately before that was Jason Patrick being more like, kind of cute and fun about it and then like you know has like a smart reply to the problem she's raised like no let's go on this vacation and the rules are immediately reversed when they get on the ship yeah it's true and and in fact watching this again when you're you know older one thing i realized was yeah sandra bullock is a hundred percent right yeah because she keeps telling them we don't know each other we've only been together seven months that's nothing right the fact that he's trying to propose is insane yeah yeah yeah. and we're supposed to be rooting (laughs) for him to do it and it's like no because yeah it's clear they they don't know each other that well. They obviously yeah. don't like live together. It sounds like they spend every scene fighting. Yeah, they fight all the time. Like so, every time she's like, "Yeah, we need to slow down." Like I'm like, "Yeah, you're right, girl. Yeah, yeah you need to she, take some time." She doesn't even know that he's propose. a pedophile, right? Because <laughs> I can't stress this enough for people who haven't watched it. There's just this thing, weird fucking relationship he has with a 14 year old deaf girl, where he like starts signing to her across the room. And she's being like, he's giving her weird fucking He's giving her bedroom eyes. Yeah, and then there's a scene where they're like walking somewhere and she's behind him and he turns around and looks and then the camera goes from what is, I assume is a POV from her legs going up and it's like, he's fucking checking her out. <laughs> it's insane. He wants to fuck that deaf girl. I think, I th- yeah, he really, <laughs> he really wants to... <laughs> she wouldn't then, be able to hear that, Adam. She, she wouldn't be able to hear that. <laughs> I don't know why I bothered to do that. <laughs> she can't hear it. And at the end, she tells him she'll be 15 like next month. Right. And, and he doesn't perfect. explicitly turn her down. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's he, a brings really back, weird... he brings back the famous line. Yes. Yes, he does. I, and to be fair, I do think, I think if Jason Patrick's looking at you, he's giving you bedroom eyes. I think that's just how that guy looks. Yeah, he just smolders at everyone. He's a good looking man. But did no one notice, like, if it was like a bad performance or something, did no one in the editing room notice, like, man, it really seems like he wants to fuck The movie's put together. It's it's a real strange. I don't know if it was supposed to play as, like, charming, where it's like, oh, he's like being nice to this girl because she clearly has a, a crush on him. I was like, right. no, it's a... But he uh, starts it. Yeah, I think it. it plays different now he than it did in 1997. Guys, right? yeah. Cultures also turn too, or that's but a little more... she doesn't go up to him. Unac- he initiates the whole relationship. Yeah, yeah. He does initiate it. He's the word. one who spots her across the room like, hey. Like, but it's uh, yeah, really It's an innocent weird. thing of more just, yeah, I know sign language. This girl's signing. That's how I took it. Mm. Mm. You're giving old... You're giving... <laughs> J-Pat's the, I'm giving him the benefit, the benefit of, the doubt, of the doubt. Uh yeah, because you know, he's happy. Well, it's hard to say he's happy with Annie. Like I, that's that's the other hard one of several points that I have against the movie is I hate every character. 
Dante? How do you hate Dante? He's obnoxious. <laughs> Remember, it's Dante. Every single character is unlikable to me. The only one I'm kind of on the same side of is Willem Dafoe. Hmm. What about Tamora Morrison? Oh, that's true. Django, Django Fett. Django Fett. Himself. Yep. As like the ship's second Moana's in command. dad. <laughs> Moana. <laughs> like, nothing to be against him for. That's true. He's just uh, trying to run the ship. Both well, Bo breaking his arms. Yeah. Interesting that you're on the side of Willem Dafoe. Because his, well, his motivation here is the exact same motivation as the Green Goblin. It's also the same motivation as uh, Dennis Hopper. But he doesn't right, want... Doesn't, he, yeah, doesn't Dennis Hopper get like screwed out of his pension he, or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's, he's trying mad. not to kill people. Like, right, he kills the captain, but then he's just like, I'm going to... Everybody evacuate. Yeah, Give he me tries to get them chance. off the ship. Yeah, and then guess who fucks it all up? Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. <laughs> and that scene, <laughs> a maniac. that scene is great for another reason, because Sandra Bullock runs into the deaf girl's parents and like, we can't find her. We can't find our daughter. And Sandy doesn't give a shit. She's like, she's probably under the boat. Get on the boat. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck that deaf girl. Because she saw him, Jason yeah. Patrick, flirting She's moving her. in on j Yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck that deaf girl. Yeah. I hope she drowns. Yeah. This theory holds up. <laughs> Maybe what does I it did. sound like when a deaf person drowns? Nobody is going to try. It's like one hand clapping. So, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's it's the sound everybody. It's drowns. Everybody the drowns same the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah, all drown true. the same. It's not like we hear it. She's not a mute. She's not a mute deaf person, person drowns. Deaf. Right. It's true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it's just. It seems like I mean his anger is justified. He's doing. He's stealing from the people who did what is honestly a criminal thing to him. Yeah, why? He's trying to do it without hurting people. True. He could have sued them. Except the captain. He knocks, yeah, he knocks which was completely avoidable. Bo Svensson right off the boat. <laughs> All that captain had to do was not step forward. Right, he kills him <laughs> in the very, stupidest way. It's very avoidable. Like, like, grappling over a light. Uh, yeah, like what? Swinging a light post at him that's fixed. Also, he's dressed, Willem Dafoe's disguise as the captain is pointless. Mm-hmm. He wears his captain uniform yeah. to go out on the deck and kill the captain. <laughs> and then right after he kills the captain, he goes back to his room and takes it off. Does, did he like, think the captain would be like, wow, this is impossible. Because he knew those two southern you ladies were going to come up. Yeah. Go up and take a picture with him, yeah. And he's char- he like takes a picture with him. Yeah, he's very charming. Like he's like, you know, he talks to Sandy at the yeah. bar, just says his, you know, tells her his name. He he's seems like, yeah, like a nice guy. Geiger. He's dying of a blood disease. He yeah. just wants to have some money before he leaves on a ship that's full of diamonds for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Why there would be? Why would you have a diamond? <laughs> just exhibition a fucking ship full of ship. diamonds. And when they evacuate, seems like a terrible idea. They yeah. leave the diamonds. Well, because he's telling them to. Oh yeah, I guess. Like you think? The, no, he didn't tell them to leave the diamonds. He told everybody to evacuate. Told to get off the ship. You think yeah. those diamond people would be like? Let's get our diamonds. Let's get our diamonds. Yeah. Um, well, even I mean, even if you if you think okay, well, Jason Patrick fucked it up with the lifeboat, which questionable because I think the lifeboat malfunctioned too, and he yeah, just happened yeah, to be there. Yeah. But Willem Dafoe still could have gotten away very easily. It's his uh, uncanny explanation to kidnap Sandra Bullock yeah. that keeps it going. Yeah, <laughs> like know? he could have left. He could have just but gone that, away, and they would have been. F- and this is why Sandra Bullock really shouldn't fucking marry Jason Patrick because that's she knows that's going to happen. That's the whole thing. And she keeps telling him, like, don't get involved, man. And he's like, no, I have to do this. And she never is just like, no, you don't fucking understand. I'm going to get kidnapped. Like, the the last guy who did this, who was a hero, I ended up fucking with a bomb strapped to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, in yeah. the back of her head, she's like, no, don't. You're just risking me. Like, yeah. it's just going to be the I'm same I'm the one bullshit. that has to fucking cash these checks that you're writing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And you don't she have does. to do anything. And then he's like, will you marry me? And she should be like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> you maniac. Yeah, and, and it is weird that, that it, it ends with him proposing and, and her accepting we're supposed to be happy. But again, the, the point from the first one was relationships based on extreme circumstances don't, don't work out. Right. <laughs> but that's the Which only is thing they've gone the through. Of, yeah, they don't... <laughs> Since they've been arguing she's, before that, yeah, when she's listing the things that she likes about Jason Patrick to her, to to Tim Conway in the beginning, is it's all she, a lie. It's well, I mean, it's not even a lie. It's just real superficial things. Like he opens the door for me. <laughs> right. He lets me pick the videotapes. Like so, he's a nice. Guy. Those are like, that's what like those are like yeah, who base level dating? nice guy yeah. things. Like that's just base level. You don't know what's what Annie's been through. <laughs> Apparently, the kind of guy not. she's had to go through in L.A. Keanu mm-hmm. didn't open a single door. Never let her pick the video. Gave her mace for her birthday. Yeah. She thought it was perfume. That's another, yeah. Yeah, because that's she's another, apparently... She's, a, a, she's cartoonishly yeah. stupid. You could not make I mean, that mistake. They're all cartoonishly stupid. Oh Jason Patrick <laughs> runs out of bullets at one point on the cruise ship because he doesn't understand that TVs aren't people. Because <laughs> yeah, he's, no he's in that room and Willem Dafoe's face is on the TV and like he shoots it out of shock. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And then he keeps shooting it yeah. a few times Willem Dafoe keeps taunting him so he just shoots different screens yeah and then and then he gets finds Willem Dafoe and he's out of bullets because he shot them all at the TV it's like the writers needed a reason for him to not use the gun and they couldn't he, think he, of anything like when he teams up when he teams up when he confronts Willem Dafoe for the first time again who I mean apart from the captain but Jason Patrick doesn't know this hasn't harmed anyone like he doesn't even hurt the the really irritating steward who walks into his room and discovers his evil plan. He just knocks him out and stuffs. He should have killed that guy. Yeah. He just knocks him out and stuffs him in the closet. Ashton. Ashton. God, dude, he's, there's so many irritating characters. No, in this dude, movie. that guy's MVP. That guy's like respect. Like this guy knew what this movie is and is like giving it all for his moment, right? Like later on in the end when he's got he's got the the ship's horn and he's like, "Where's the horn? Why is there no horn?" Yeah, it's a funny moment. I think they were trying to do what they did with um, Speed, where all the people on the bus, it's all they all have their own little things. Um, Which Speed did much better. Yeah, uh, which doesn't work. Well, they have it, the the fat do- people club on this as well. It doesn't. And they have the oh, yeah. the I'll, deaf girl. Everybody's got a bit, but it's a giant cruise ship. Right. That's the reason. It, one of the reasons it doesn't work in this is because of that. Apparently, yeah. there's only six people on this boat. Like yeah. they keep running into each other. They keep running into Willem Dafoe. You that doesn't happen. On a cruise ship, like no. you don't see the same people. You maybe see the Actually, same person two times, unless you're. They s- do that thing where they sit you. They, they sit see they, you together, right? Yeah, yeah but which I hate. That is yeah. bullshit. But like you wouldn't like they run into Willem Dafoe like two or three times before he takes over to the ship, just casually. Yeah, just happen to run a into lot Will- of time, Yeah, right? they see glimpses into what Willem Dafoe's up to. Yeah, it's really so. There's like six people on this boat. I'm still. Oh, yeah, okay. When he confronts Willem Dafoe for the first time, who at this point, he, he, Jason Patrick has no idea whether or not he's actually harmed anyone. He's just stopped the boat so he can rob it. Um, he's pointing a gun in his face. He's like, don't shoot me. This is only a computer. It's not a gun. It's it's not a gun. Right. And like, he, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they have typing a... typing on it. Like, yeah. it's not a gun. It's not, it's a, not gun. a gun. It's not like, a gun. It's, I'm typing on my power glove. And then he like, kind of is like crouching down to like, you know, lay down on the ground river and then triggers a door to shut the door jason patrick's gun gets stuck in it he wrestles with it for for a bit and then he just starts firing it at this guy who like he's gonna murder this guy who hasn't you can't yeah like he would get in trouble for that yeah well well, throughout this movie characters know information they shouldn't know right like Willem dafoe knows way too much about annie and alex right like later on he knows like 
everything like he, he knows they're like they're friends, right? He like hacks them. Yeah. And he then does. he end, hacks them with his, his power glove. Yeah. And then at the end we haven't gotten into it yet, but when um uh, Glenn Campbell is, or not Glenn uh, Plummer Glenn Plummer reprising his role from the first film <laughs> comes back improbably he, he picks up the jewels at the end and immediately knows what they are mm. he picks up the white bag from the ocean and goes look what I found in international oh waters God, this is right. paradise and it's like you, you would, would have no idea what that doing, is I'm sorry you're doing a patch up defending this film because you just pointed out a <laughs> yeah, huge I'm, I'm still waiting. I didn't even notice I'm waiting to hear is, why you right. like this movie that, that <laughs> man Sees a bag having no background no. being on that shit. Yeah. And he was just it like, oh, yeah, found the jewels. <laughs> yeah. Like he had read the script or seen the movie up yeah. until that point. Oh, my God. What a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. So it's got holes, but <laughs> the action holds up. Does right? it? Like, this is a good action movie, right? Because, like, there's not a lot of CGI. Like some of the, the the few CGI scenes that there are is like the anchor and that looks bad. But like yeah. they really crashed this ship when they like it's going the for the oil the, tanker. The, the bow, right? That, the bow. It's like pretty exciting, you know. Uh, Jason Patrick underwater having to turn turn the ship manually, and it's like last second. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> All right, like I can't. These are some good action scenes. If the, it's pretty. I mean, it's if the action works for you, then. So be it. It works for you. It's a, it's like a, if a comedy makes you laugh, then it makes you laugh. It's it is what it is. But the part where it crashes and at the end, I got bored during. I nodded off during it, cr- it because it, it lasts so long that I had time to nod off. It's like literally it fifteen deep. minutes, right? Yeah. And crashes for a long. It time. It is a great set piece. It's it's a great. Uh, it looks good. Everything like that. I agree with you. It just needed to be shorter. Um, yeah, I think they they were probably just so they kept cutting to everybody. In well, the yeah, because they added it was like something like they tacked on twenty million dollars to the film just for that sequence because they built the front of the ship and then CG'd the rest of it, and then they built they, an extension of the town, Saint Martin, yeah, that uh, they could yeah. actually crash it through. Um, so I get whether it's like let's get it all, let's get as much as we can because we spent so much on it, but it's like it gets boring because there's no stakes right. at that point. Because the only characters you know and care about are on the ship, and you know that they're not going to get hurt at this point because it's like, well, they're or in a gigantic. A they're they're basically in a tank. Like, um, so we just keep cutting to random people in the town right. who we have no connection to, right? Just doing bits as the ship is crashing through the town. Mm. So it's like, you don't. I don't think you can. It, it. I don't think you can stretch it out that long in a in a to have your big set piece have zero stakes is odd. I think they might have maybe should have focused more on the oil tanker or whatever. Because when that thing exploded, that was fucking awesome. I will say that that explosion. Yeah, that still looked good, too. You know, it still was like, oh. But it felt like they had two giant ending set pieces and they couldn't decide which one they wanted to do. Yeah. So they did them both. Well, they did, they did the, so the it's ship like, and crashing then he gets because on a it was, plane and it was then, Jan de Bont's nightmare. Right. That was his specific nightmare. It was like, it's got to end with a cruise ship crashing into the... Yeah. The the into the but it still goes on for like twenty minutes or fifteen minutes after that like that's not the end I know and Jason yeah. Patrick still yeah it's that was exhausting uh, Chase is a seaplane it's the same in the original speed where you know they finally yeah. get everybody off the they bus off the and it explodes and then there's still like fifteen it minutes left going. yeah in, but in but the like original in, speed I was like oh sh- oh sweet like it it's still going in well, this one I was like oh fuck because it had stakes like because the the yeah. the the, yeah. the, uh, the analogous scene I guess. The, the, the cruise ship crashing in, in Speed 2 is basically them 
getting everybody off the bus as it's driving around in circles. Cause right. there was like, you're, you've already seen someone suddenly die trying to get off the bus. So you're like, okay, some of these passengers might die. And we, we know them because they, they've been established throughout the movie. Um, there's also the added layer of they're looping the security camera and you're waiting for Dennis Hopper to find out that it's been looped. Yeah. So he might blow the bus when he's going to, when he figures it out. So yeah. it's like, there was like actual tension because there was actual stakes in that part. But we don't have that in, in the second one. They did the work of setting up those characters, but none of those characters are in danger during the ship crash, and they just keep mm. cutting back to them being like, "Oh, you know, like you know, like Star Trek when the ship gets shot." Right. It's just some kind of like shaking around, and then they focus so much on the destruction of the town and the people we don't care about running out of the way. So it's like, this is, it's weird to save for a gigantic set piece like this, but it's boring. Yeah, it's like. I mean, maybe it goes on a little too long, you know. Like the whole thing's not boring, but it well, is. Uh, it reminds me of a of a of an of a any of the set pieces from any Transformer film, where it's just like it's just so much, it's so long, or like the end fight sequence in Man of Steel, where it's just like right, right. It's just destruction porn. Yeah, but at least this is uh, practical, right? Where those are all it's Transformers, yeah, and yeah, all CGI. Yeah, yeah. At least this is like. Took a lot of work. Oh, you know, a lot of it people. took a lot of work. The action definitely looked good for most of this movie. Yeah, the CGI is a yeah, little dated, but even the CGI, I didn't mind. I was surprised at how well it held up for a, because a, a lot of it was practical. Jason yeah. Patrick, Willem Dafoe, Sandra did a lot of their own stunts. A midnight, not the first one. The the scene where we're introduced to Jason. Oh Patrick, yeah, it's definitely not Jason Patrick on like, the motorcycle. The, the first, the introduction it, to the hero yeah. of this movie is the character dropping in frame on motorcycle, and it's in slow motion, so you clearly see it's that not it's him. not Jason Patrick. And then it immediately cuts to a close up, of course, and the camera's doing that shaky thing where he's clearly not riding a motorcycle of a different man on a motorcycle. <laughs> that and that that which is cross cut with Sandra's cartoonish driving. Yeah, and it's like one of the most boring talk about like a boring action scene like yeah he's just very slowly chasing this yeah. ice cream truck full of computers well, like Miles Dyson, <laughs> on a motorcycle Miles Dyson, yeah. joe morton came back yeah. joe morton back which is great yeah and uh and then like it, it goes on again it goes on for five minutes and then it ends with him just throwing the motorcycle in front of the, the yeah. truck and then falling off a cliff which is like a horrible i'd plan yeah but he could have easily died yeah you're gonna kill yourself that. for twenty thousand dollars of computers right like this guy's some let the guy have them like shit, and then yeah, it's, there was like a roadblock a for this guy. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a like a fifty yeah. man SWAT team yeah. waiting for this guy. It's like he stole some computer. Did he shoot the president? It, in but, like in like the full jumpsuit too for the yeah. truck. It's like what was what was the situation? What, what was that baffling. story? It was like a yeah. that's its own crime. movie. Yeah. yeah, we need we need to go back and see that. Yeah, holy shit. But yeah, I mean, especially because mid-90s action movies tend to, like, I mean, look at, like, Eraser, which came out in 96, the year before this. Mm. God. Like, because it's so loaded with CGI, so it just looks awful in retrospect. And then, yeah. like, this movie actually looks yeah, pretty good. Yeah, for 97, yeah. And Jan de Bont was, like, an established cinematographer before this. Yeah. So it was, like, so there's, so, like, a baseline technical quality to the film that, well, not only that, the the DP uh, on this movie was the DP of Unforgiven. Oh, hmm. so and like this movie does look good. Like some of those action scenes where it's like low light or like lights are flickering and like Jason Patrick's in the dark. Like it looks uh, pretty good. Like it's a 
Like yeah. if this movie was on in the background on mute, you'd be like, you know, it'd be nice, pleasurable. Sure. I would sure. definitely enjoy this movie in the background on mute. Yeah, it's totally. A, it, a mute would probably be the best way to watch is because every character is an insufferable dick. I hate <laughs> every character. Sandra Bullock is an asshole in this She's movie. She's the most relatable to me, except for that opening sequence. That but opening once, sequence. Once she gets on the ship and she's just like, I just want to fucking party. And well, like, yeah, but kind of like, cool. then like. And then she, she keeps having these moments where she's just like, man, come on, don't do this shit. Like that stuff. And but I, like, liked, I liked that. I liked that. Although it makes her sort the- of a sociopath because she's on a cruise ship. It starts when he shuts down the engine. Yeah, it starts rumbling. Everything's breaking. It they they could be about to die. And, and she's, she's like, no, 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 my vacation. Yeah, my vacation. Like, oh, but my man. vacation. She says it like nineteen yeah. times. And then later on, when they're down trying to stop the propeller and the fucking anchor cable or whatever it is rips off and breaks Django Fett's arm. She doesn't even look at it. <laughs> no, not a thought for Django. She's just more about. Yeah. Up Jason Patrick. Yeah, it doesn't even look at him. <laughs> yeah, which or, of course shatters his fed. goddamn arm. We haven't talked about yeah all the propeller stuff where it's very clear the ship isn't moving when they're doing that. Yes, I um, I remember because the whole the whole goddamn the, I, whole the movie's point. called Speed. It's the a runaway point. ship, but in the sequence after they the propeller starts back up and Willem Dafoe takes Sandra Bullock hostage, and it's a face off conversation between. Jason Patrick and Willem Dafoe and it's Jason Patrick swimming in the water. The water is clearly still. Yeah. Like they are not moving <laughs> in this sequence. You're right. Yeah. The I boat agree. is not moving. No. Not. And it's and it's it's not even that it's not even that like seeing the seams of filmmaking like with what we know is supposed to be happening it's just like within the film that can't happen. Like yeah. they can't have this casual conversation with Jason Patrick floating in the ocean next to this right. gigantic yeah cruise ship that is rocketing out of control 17 knots yeah they really fucked up that scene because they kept doing the idea of like we can't just jump off because you'll get sucked under so this was the first time they're going to get in the water and they do they have them on you know they have them tied it's a little yellow rope yeah it never felt like scary enough or violent enough and yeah there was those sequences where he's like off the rope or he's like yeah it just doesn't matter it just doesn't seem to matter stop remembering to yeah make but, that but seem what, thrilling that could have been a really thrilling sequence that they kind of they kind of fucked it up i mean it's somewhat thrilling like when the cables get crossed and he's stuck down there and yeah. you know trying to pull him up and Willem Dafoe's coming up and 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 stopping it and what i like about that beat is like it's an action move where like um they the heroes totally fail like this plan was completely stupid and like totally <laughs> fails because Willem Dafoe thwarts it. So, so it's like 20 minutes wasted and right. then they have to go again. And then they're like on the verge trying to turn the ship with like seconds to spare because they would, they, they had this plan. They failed, which is like, you don't see enough in action movies of like heroes trying something and failing. So it's kind of like, you know, you it's talk true, about you stakes. Don't. It's like, yeah, I got, they're a, not perfect. I got a question. Yeah. Um, does anybody remember the trailer? I, I legitimately. I don't. remember one shot from the trailer. Do and it's when Sandra Bullock comes out of the bathroom and says, "Who's ready to partay on the big boat besides me?" Jesus, and it's an awful Great take man. of an awful line, and it was in every trailer, and I know she was embarrassed. Do they show the ship crashing in the trailer? Yes, they do. Yes, Are you shitting I think me? that. Was, I mean, it's on the poster, yeah. right? Okay, uh, yeah, it's yeah, you're like, right. It's on the poster. Yeah, so that's sort of. If I were, I, I don't remember the first time I watched this movie, but with that knowledge, if I watched in theaters, there would be no tension throughout the movie then, right? 
because you know where it's going to go. You know it's going to hit. Like when they're like, we're going to hit that tanker. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to hit the fucking, uh, you're going to hit the harbor. Like, you, you, But see, like, that's a great moment. Like, we need to stop it. And it's like, no, you're not going to stop it. We know what's going to happen. That's true. We know exactly. That's it's a on little, the poster. That's it's, a little. That's a little meta. That's not yeah. quite the filmmaker's fault. No, no, that's the marketing fault. This is, yeah. I do, in the this first movie. This is not movie, the, the yeah, fault of the movie, but I just realized that's another layer to it of like, I'd yeah. be really pissed. But maybe they play with this that movie. because it is, like, that is a great moment where they just barely turned the oil tanker. You, you know, the, all before that, it's just we're going straight for this oil tanker. They're like, oh, relief, we did it. They turned the ship. And then, like, they cut to every character looking up and being like, oh, no. <laughs> and that's like a pretty good moment where you're like, oh, geez, we did this. We we got rid of that problem. And now we have another problem because right, we're, we're going still, straight for the island. We're still right. rocketing what for the we island did. that so has again, not moved. Again, like action heroes, they did something. Hey, it worked. But yeah. oh, no, it gave us another problem. I would say all the beats yeah. are there um, for an action movie. Again, yeah. Die Hard on a cruise ship. If it was like more villains, if it was like terrorists taking over and it was like one person trying to ooh, like stop them, it felt like. When it's just one lone crazy person, this cruise ship was almost too big, and this the situation didn't quite work. Like the details didn't work, but like the broad strokes of this movie in my head work. Um, it felt like they had to keep coming up with strange reasons for yeah, because the fact that it's one villain and the fact that it's like six people left on this cruise ship, and they it's like keep almost stopping them and then he keeps hacking them basically there's that yeah. thing where it keeps saying like he has to like compensate or whatever it keeps <laughs> right, saying right. on the thing compensate the course correction yeah, yeah. And, uh they keep yeah, doing like something said, like they flood the thing and then he's just like type 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 type, type fix and then they do the propeller and he he changes it again and like it just like I said, his motivation makes no sense because he could have easily gotten away multiple times. Yeah. But he keeps has his personal thing with Annie and Alex, which is not Why? established. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he have that? Yeah. What do you um, care? That, yeah, yeah. Get your leeches and go. But yeah, it is, you know, it is like leeches with you, man. It is like that '90s, you know, like things where 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 terrorists were quaint uh, white uh, actors, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we were like, oh yeah, he's hijacking a cruise ship. Isn't Clay that fun? Willem Dafoe. Mm. Oh man. This I we also did Streets of Fire on the show. And I realized that this movie and Streets of Fire are two of the movies that we got some of the most like Willem Dafoe freeze frames of like his crazy fucking face. Yeah, there's some good Willem Dafoe shots here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he is uh, a crazy man. He is. Uh, uh, no, He's uh, a great actor. This is before he could say no to things like Speed 2. Well, I feel he, like. he he I think he actually wanted this part because it was a it was a lot of money in a high profile film, and he was yeah he was he wasn't like a a list yeah that's the thing he, he was he was a big interested actor in at the time playing series. a villain yeah and it was a it was a you know they gave him a lot of money it was a lot of exposure and he got to play a, a and, silly bad guy yeah he was fine in it I mean well, he's Willem Dafoe he's, he's Willem Dafoe yeah he's always fine yeah that's what I'm saying man like uh, Jan de Bont, uh is pretty good at casting you know if you look at Speed Twister this like uh, you know he does it. He gets some good people. So, like, that's entertaining. The action's there. One thing I want to go back to about Sandra Bullock's cartoonish driving is that I noticed at the end, they bring it back at the end, right? They it's sure like a do. Coda that Tim Conway's uh, back <laughs> at right. the end. But so this movie ends with her driving off into the street, and then you hear all, you know, off screen a crash sound. So, are we supposed to assume that Annie is like, Dead, or she <laughs> that killed she killed someone. Tim and Conway, has, and has killed Tim Conway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's why we don't have a speed three accident, yeah. 
We do have a speed three. Like yeah. for a goofy movie, that's like a horrible way to end it. Where it's, you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's the that, that I think that's the main problem for me why the film doesn't work. Because like you said, the main beats are there, the action's pretty much there. I just the characters suck. I don't care about the characters. They're poorly written. They're to the point of being yeah, unlikable right. in, in many scenes. They have like our our two main characters don't have chemistry and they hate each other when they're in scenes together. I, I'd say they have chemistry. It's just a weird uh like, like I said they fight all the time. It's but just that's like still shitty chemistry. chemistry. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't like any like of these people, so I don't soda. care. Yeah. But I mean it's not yes, but like, again, this is an action movie and like we only have like twenty minutes of setup before the action starts. So once action starts you know, characters are, are, are pushed to the side. That... I mean, I'm sure other films have done this successfully, though. So it's not impossible to do. Agreed. Like I said, for <laughs> sure, you 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 could rewrite it, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I... This is not how I would have pictured <laughs> yeah. a Speed sequel. I don't blame... This is not the Speed 2 I would have made. <laughs> yeah. They didn't ask me, but... I don't blame... But this is still, like, fun to watch, uh, charming, like I yeah, say, man. Yeah. It, it's not... It's not not enjoyable. I guess uh, I I nodded off a little bit. What part? Like in the middle? The The middle. The middle chunk is yeah. The middle chunk is tough, and then the fucking hitting uh, the town, like the boat. I nodded off during that because it went for so long, and it was like by the by the time it finally stopped, I was like, oh, thank you, and then it starts tipping. I'm like, come on. And then they're like, we have to go get Annie. And it was like, oh, come on, movie, just end. Like, I, in my head, I, I pictured it ending with them there, like on the boat. And then I realized, like, oh, Willem Dafoe kidnapped her. We have to keep going. This movie has to keep going from here. Like, by that point, I was just getting very exhausted with the film. I just wanted it to end. Um, it might have to do with, like, what? No, I, I was going to say maybe I watched it late. I didn't watch it late. It was, like, nine at night. Um, hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, I, if I, you're invested, uh, yes, but if yeah, I, was I can invested. see it, like I said, cause it's, it's that middle chunk. It's just straight action beats one after another. You know, you got the lifeboat rescue, then, yeah. the, then chasing Willem Dafoe. It, it, <sighs> it's just one thing after another. But, but think, uh, if you're into it, like I said, I was like, I'm on board <laughs> and Jason Patrick is like, like I said, he looks good. He's an action hero. Even if you forget who he is every time he comes <laughs> on screen, you're still like, "All right, this is my this is my guy. Let's do it." I don't think it's the movie's fault that Keanu Reeves didn't refuse to do the movie. Um, I know they had to work with that fact because I also think that if Keanu Reeves replaced Jason Patrick, I'd be more invested in the characters because I I feel like him and Sandra Bullock might have had a better better yeah. charisma. They it would have well, made do. sense. Yeah, um, they, they the do. lake house. But I do think the moment Keanu Reeves, <laughs> oh yeah, the lake house. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's great. Film. But great but film. Yeah, um, I, I think the moment Keanu Reeves left, they should have done harsher rewrites. As I think they should have rethought. Yeah, instead what of like, movie they're trying to make. Probably at that point. But I but you know I like I appreciate it because without this, I probably would have never. Uh, you know, known who Jason Patrick was, and I like me some Jason Patrick. <laughs> so, like, because of Speed Two, I've you it know, gave you Jason obviously you had Patrick. Sleepers, After Dark, My Sweet. I mean, obviously, there's like the Lost Boys going back, right? Yeah, but well, Sleepers uh, was before this. It was uh, uh, end of '96, right? But, but like right before, this. right? It right? Was like yeah, a yeah, few yeah. months. Yeah. So Jason Patrick had a good year. He was a lead in two. I mean, that Sleepers is a sweet movie, man. Good. Well, yeah, cast. yeah, it's a good movie. It's De Niro, a, yeah, it's a really Brad good cast. Um, 
This film gave you Jason um, Patrick and wearing sneakers and with tuxedos. With, with tuxedo. Yeah, that's two big takeaways from this film. I do. I wrote down the the, the dialogue. Do you remember? Oh yeah. There's there's the one scene at at the. Uh, you were probably distracted with the deaf girl because it's at that dinner scene where he meets the deaf girl. But like they're supposed to have this double entendre conversation oh, about marriage. No, I remember this. But it's about like because um, it starts with the woman being oh. like. Uh, what kids aren't on the menu so then it becomes this whole play on menu yes, and ordering yeah but it makes no sense yeah <laughs> it's like the worst dialogue What's... that's kind of amazing so um i'll play the deaf girl <laughs> <laughs> you want to be annie tom and, and yeah and I'll, sure and I'll, I'll try be that. Alex. so what are we gonna just try to do this yeah i think we just we just do the scene so we can remember this is like the exact dialogue all right so someone has to say what kids aren't on the menu Right. Kids are on the menu. just depends on who's ordering. So can I order a la carte? I don't know if you're... What is that? I don't know if you're sitting on... Sitting oh, I don't know if you're sitting in my section. Yeah, sorry. My handwriting is uh, it's okay. something to be desired. I don't know if you're sitting in my section. I requested this table. Are you a good tipper? <laughs> depends on the service. Well, it's always service with a smile with you. How about at every meal? Are you being serious right now? And then like she immediately like recognizes they're talking about marriage and or kids from that. <laughs> I am I am rock hard <laughs> yeah. you guys go through this That's dialogue. The, that is the such that is sexy the worst. great dialogue. <laughs> That's, Jesus yeah. God. Who wrote this movie? Yandabon. Okay. Well, well, he had the story. Explains it. No, I. Um, well, one of the writers is uh, uh, Jeff Nathanson, who did like uh, some of the Rush Hour movies and Catch mm. Me If You Can. And then the other guy, his credits were like um, the Scorpion King two and the Scorpion King three. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's a sequel doctor. He's he's a yeah yeah he's a um, sequel doctor. So yeah, that's. It leaves, <sighs> the dialogue leaves some to be desired, but like I said, it, it, I don't mind that. If you're actually. at a bar and this is on, and you're, it, you'd be like, you'd be into it. Yeah, if I can, if I can, like uh, look away for a while, yeah, and look back and I can like look at my phone, it. yeah, and not feel embarrassed. Like if I were sitting in a movie theater and it was just me in this movie, that's a nightmare. Yeah, com- like <laughs> um, I said, comparatively, right? Like it is speed, a nice Jan de Bont's nightmare. Mm, speed, <laughs> you want to be fully invested. Speed two is like I'm cleaning the house. You yeah, know, um, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice shampoo in your carpet movie. Yeah, just, just have it. All. I got a pack. You yeah, know, I can only pay half attention, uh, but I want something pretty. I mean, sure, yeah. I'll I, and the I'll, music's great, right? Like the score, it's like the same speed, dun 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 dun, but with like island uh, beats mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> What? Is it really? Is that yeah. a real thing? Yes, <laughs> it is. It really is. Oh, really is. no. So, I don't notice scores. I noticed that, that they had the similar theme, but I didn't know they were doing... Were they doing like steel drums? Yes. Yeah, they are oh, like steel drums. Do, 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 do. I don't know. You know I can't like do an impression. But. Graham Revel score, I think. I can't remember who did the music. But. And, and you got UB40 as like the cruise entertainment on this ship. <laughs> right, this is some cruise. You got Diamond, <laughs> UB40... Where were they for the evacuation? Hey, do you want to do see a, what happens to you before? Do you want to do a movie about how your career is a lot less awful than it is in real life? <laughs> I fucked that joke up. But why would I they take it. that gig? They were they were way above cruise ships by that point. At that in ninety seven, UB forty was <laughs> probably in other countries where Speed <laughs> Two was 
shown. Was, they just was needed shown. to be in Speed. Yeah, <laughs> Speed franchise. You can't say no to Speed too. Yeah. I mean, it was a Speed was a huge success, and this was like a hundred million dollar follow up, which was everybody... insane to me that the budget was like a hundred million ninety seven is like. Well, especially considering the first one was something like twenty. Yeah. And but made like three hundred. Yeah, it plus. made a bunch, but like man, did they really? Yeah. They like tripled down on this motherfucker. Yeah. And besides, besides the crash scene, you really don't see it on. Like I say, it looks good, but you're part sort of, of like I don't understand I how read, you spent hundred. I read part of what it was is they filmed a lot on that actual cruise ship that cost them thirty eight thousand yeah. dollars a day to um, rent. Oh yeah, and it, <laughs> so and it did, like, there were shots yeah. of like when they're walking on the top, and they, they're clearly like these helicopter shots or like crane shots. That were like off the boat, following them and stuff. Like there was some, there was some good, good cinematography in there that clearly costed them money to to set up. Yeah, it's a small cruise ship. Um, I noticed. Maybe that's just because it's the nineties. I was going to say maybe just to ninety seven. Yeah, I remember it looking. Uh, I mean, I think it was a real, yeah, it like a, a real yeah, lie. It, yeah, it, yeah. it surprised me that it was. It felt small to me watching it again. Well, because uh, they only ever go to like the restaurant and the shops. They go to, oh, right. they go to three places yeah. and there's uh, the same people in every place. Yeah. yeah. I mean like the exterior shots too. Maybe it's just because, yeah, cruise ships are like skyscrapers that they just put on their side. It is hilarious water. when they're when they're coming into the town that like all the people on the boats like don't notice the ship until, until it's, it's right, right there. there yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the people on the paddle boat. It's like you could see that thing coming four miles. Yeah, people that, died there, right? There was a lot of people who died. A lot of people ship. got sucked under. Yeah, yeah, man, must have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was regular Titanic. <laughs> Same regular year, regular Titanic. Ninety-seven. Yes, so yeah. this is wow. a big ship year. That really, that really. I, mean, I wonder if that's why they moved it, not because of like reshoots or it went over schedule, but they moved Titanic to the end of the year because they didn't want to compete with Speed Two. Maybe they don't have two boat movies. People would get confused. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's one thing I got to mention too. So sure. on the, you know, of course I have the DVD. Yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah. on the DVD, there's the HBO like making of, like they used to do. Oh yeah, the HBO first looks. The first mm. looks, mm. but but this one, mm. like you got to look it up on YouTube because it's quite amazing. Because it's not, <laughs> it's not just like a behind the scenes. They do a whole story that expands the Speed Cinematic Universe. Oh. So it opens with Tim Conway again, our favorite Tim Conway sure. GMV uh, driver, yeah, driving instructor. instructor. Gets on a bus. That's the bus from Speed One. So the, the, the bus, bus that driver, exploded in Speed One. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it could be a new bus, but it's the same driver that gets shot. Right. Right. Um, is driving the bus, and him and Tim Conway have a banter. And Tim Conway's like, "Oh, I got to go on vacation. I just had this awful uh, customer who was oh. supposed to be Annie." And he's like, I'm going on the Seaborn legend. And then it cuts to Ortiz from the first one, who's like the, the guy who yeah, pulls the Keanu worker, up yeah. from uh, under the bus. Gigantor, as yeah, Keanu calls him. <laughs> and and he's in this too. And he's on the bus too. And he's like, oh, that's the ship they shot Speed 2 in. So in this universe where they're playing the characters from the Speed movies, Speed 2 exists as a, film. As a movie. <laughs> so then it, and then it cuts back between behind the scenes stuff. But like... Tim Conway goes, he he like gets picked up. Uh, he takes a jet ski from one guy and the guy's like, oh, have you seen the trailer for Speed 2 from the from John DeBond? Like, and it's like, what? Starring the person that, yeah, the character that provoked your vacation. I mean, yeah. I remember the 90s, they used to love to do shit like this, right? Yeah, it's like, I remember when Independence bananas. Day came out, there was like a half hour special that was like a fake news report yeah. about aliens. Like they really didn't know what we wanted at that point yet with like 
It's weird, bizarre. Special. It's yeah. bizarre. They, they thought we wanted it's way bizarre. more speed than we than we wanted. Yeah, <laughs> they they thought we wanted little bits like in to hire back these actors and the, like oh. that's a lot of effort it, for it, something that's insane. It ends with Tim Conway walking into the uh, cruise ship control and Sandra Bullock is driving the cruise ship mm. and Jean Debont is there doing a shtick with binoculars. Like he, you know, and then Jason Patrick's just sitting there, clearly like I'm just here for, <laughs> yeah. I'm contractually obliged, be, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he doesn't even say a word. He's just sitting in the corner, giving those, you know, sexy those, eyes those smolders that, that he uses does. to snare those 14 year old deaf girls. Yeah, and uh, like I say, it's it's worth looking up because it is truly bizarre. It sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited that that exists in this world. Yeah, and and. I would have forgotten if not for the Speed 2 DVD that I have held on to. Oh, man. All these years. <laughs> okay, so final thoughts on Speed 2. <laughs> I'm not mad this movie exists. No, I'm actually If very I went happy back in time, exists. I wouldn't prevent it from existing. It's a, um, it's a delightful artifact. I'd give them some notes. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, maybe go in this direction or like, hey, just do some rewrites. But... I wouldn't. I wouldn't shoot the director if I went back in time. No, I don't know why I'm making it this scenario. But yeah, why are you? Why are we taking it to that? Um, Those are the options. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. It's, it's. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm happy it exists because it's a touchstone of how stupid things can be. I guess it's. Two thumbs up from Roger and Ebert. I know. Let's not forget Roger Ebert, Siskel and Ebert. Two thumbs up, positive review. They, they right, appreciated yeah. the uh, the yeah. heartedness. I mean, it is weird tone, right? Because Speed is not a f- like it's got funny parts, but it's a serious it R rated yeah. uh, action movie. And this is PG thirteen, right? Yeah, and Jan Devon chose to make it lighter and like, funnier really and goofy. trying to add it's a comic, goofy movie. Yeah, yeah, a lot of comic relief yeah. going on unnecessarily. Yeah, um, which doesn't. It, it feels like a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, damning praise. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's not the best. Mm. Not the best. But I mean, in terms, like I said, in terms of rewatchability and and just like general ease, and in terms of like the list of movies you've guys done, I'd say this is in the top three of like movies you could go back and watch and not be mad about. It's definitely not the worst movie. Definitely not. I'll give it that. It's not the it's worst, not the worst movie, movie that's been that's, on the show. That's been on the show. It's yeah. not. But look, as a wise man once said uh, to me, this is without a doubt the second best speed movie. It's true. Mm. Who was that wise man? <laughs> it was uh, it's ATB. Crazy. What a quote. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> it, it, I would argue. You can't. It is indisputably it, it the is. second best speed movie. Yeah. I actually yeah. disagree. For, Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I disagree. I would say that Gravity is the second best speed movie because I still consider Gravity to be an unofficial speed sequel. Well, that's because so, you're a movie so nerd. Yeah. So but the rest of us agree. Right, and Speed Two is the best, <laughs> the second the best second speed, best movie. speed movie. It's the yeah. best seed sequel for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absol- you said seed sequel, and that's great. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is the best of those as well. Um, so where's Keanu in Gravity? What happened? What's the story? Well, it's what happened was she married Jason Patrick. They had a kid. The kid she she went to what was it called? Astronaut school. Yeah, that's what they call it, right? You're right. Yeah, and um. School. She uh, well, I looked. Astronaut I actually University. I googled this. The Arizona State University, where she's yeah, the yeah. Wildcats. Wildcat. Yeah. They do have like appropriate um, 
classes that she could have been taking to get her towards because she's like a biologist in gravity. Do they reference Arizona um, in gravity? No, no, no. Oh, I just okay. I just went to look at their classes to confirm because that um, would confirm your theory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then and then she had the kid and the, it didn't work out and she went to didn't space. Work out, the kid died. Yeah, and then she's once again faced with a uh, this thing won't stop. And right, but it's not a madman. That's well. Maybe it was. Space is a madman. Space is a madman. Space is a madman. It was fired early and denied his pension. Yeah. Yo, I, I mean, you convinced me. I'm actually it's all a in on this gravity arc. at yeah, speed three. To Annie's character, she, I think she would have had to change her name. Like, I'm going to go back. Um, for and, the theory to work, but that's okay. That's fine. That's a workable theory. Uh, I mean, I don't think they, right. I think you can easily overlook that as maybe she had a nickname or. Yeah, or like Jason Patrick being the psycho that he is. Like, yeah, it didn't to, work out. Yeah, and change, change, her name. Her, change her name. Change her name. Sure. That's plausible, too. Yeah, it's completely plausible. <laughs> well, all right. And then it may be, and then NARC could be also a speed sequel where Jason no, Patrick's cop silly. has... <laughs> Tom's shaking his head. <laughs> NARC. All right. I'll, I'll work on that. I'll okay, work on the that losers, theory for the next time. Get it that's, that's into the speed cinematic universe. That's what happened to Alex Shaw's. He became a villain and was killed by the losers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speed was doing it way throw, before Marvel. Uh, let's throw Antichrist in there yeah, for sure. Willem Dafoe. Oh, wait. Now he died. I can't do that. Yeah. Well, he explodes. Yeah. He, he, explodes. he uh, pretty, pretty emphatically explodes at the yeah. SB2. Yeah. He's really happy to explode. Well, all right. Uh, Larry, thanks for coming on and doing the show. Yeah. Um, where, where can we happy, find happy you? Happy to. Anything to plug? Do you, do you, where can we find you online? What do you, uh, you want to share? I mean, if people, if people care... Uh, you can. Uh, I made a short film a couple years ago called "How to Break Up with Your Mother" that oh, you can Google. You sure that can. was pretty right. uh, pretty good. Seventeen minutes, not a huge commitment, mm -hmm. and uh, it's pretty like I said, good title, just like Cruise Control. So uh, you Google it it's on different sites. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. And anytime, I got plenty of movies. Oh, to, I know uh, you do. You sent me a whole list. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I, I would write for Speed too. Well, um, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I felt like. This has been. This is twenty years in the making. Yeah, this is like like Roger Ebert said. This is one I've had to live with uh, a long time. Where yeah. whenever I try to give an opinion on movies, I'm often reminded, "Speed Two Cruise Control, Larry." Yeah, you own Speed you, Two on purpose. You defended this one. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if I can trust I your opinion. Do not trust your opinion. <laughs> but like I say, it's not. It's not the worst movie. No, it's not the worst movie. I think we can all agree on that. You yeah. enjoy. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> all right. Um, that's it. Yeah. Thanks. For Thanks, everyone, for listening. Everybody. Plug your Patreon. Plug our Patreon. That's right. You can find Dave and I's Patreon, Gamefully Unemployed, at uh, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Come yeah, support us and give us let us money. do streaming and more podcasts and stuff. It's fun. Okay, now you can go. All right, okay. now now we're allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye.